0: <laughs> Mama. welcome to parent talk podcast the podcast for busy parents where experienced parents and expert guests give tips and tricks to make parenting a breeze well at least a little easier now here is your host Genevieve Kyle and co-host Becca U. Lewis
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to Season 5 of Parent Talk, Everything Parenting and More. I'm your host, Genevieve Carla-Five, Mom of Two, and I'm of course with my co-host, Becca Yuluis. E. Hi, Becca. Hi, hi Genevieve. Hi, I'm Becca and the co-host of Parent Talk and also of Mom of Two. We're excited for another opportunity to learn and grow with our children today. Let's welcome another wonderful guest to help us do that. Yes, so today we're talking about the incredible benefits of Debate's and speech as an after-school activity with FDT Academy. So we have with us the admissions uh, director, Kathy Sena. So hi, Kathy. Welcome to Parent Talk Podcast.
0: Hi, thank you so much for having me, Genevieve. It's uh, great to be here and it feels almost like we're all in a studio together, doesn't it? <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> yes, it's amazing.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today. So Kathy, let's dive in into today's topic. I'm really curious and before to meet you actually I had no idea about speech and debate so I think this is going to be an amazing podcast for our listeners but I want to know what is kids debate
0: yes great great question Um, it's funny I was thinking about this um, you know how I would answer these different things and really like debate and speech it's like almost like a kept secret you know and a lot of people don't know about it like you said but debate is actually the formal disagreement between two people Right. You know, think of arguing, right? you We hear cat fights are out there. There's all these different things that happen. People are arguing all the time. But this is really formal. You don't see Justin Trudeau in the House of Commons arguing with the other side of the bench, for example. They're doing it in a very diplomatic way. So that's really the definition of debate, a formal way to disagree, where it's it's very diplomatic on both sides. I believe in this. No, I believe in this. Then tell us your reasons why you believe in those things. That's what we teach kids at FDT.
1: Oh, that's Mm -hmm. really interesting. Um, Now, it sounds a little dangerous to teach kids
0: this, but how uh, do kids benefit from debate or speech classes? Yeah, great question, Becca. The the way they benefit is in so many ways, like our program runs from kindergarten to grade 12. And yes, it is it is uh, dangerous, like you said, (laughs) but I think that a child needs to understand like why you're saying no to the cookie just before dinner right? And if you can get them into critical thinking, that is one of the benefits of debate, they're going to start to think critically. So yes, they're not going to like the fact that you said no, that they can't have candy, or it's too late for them to have sugar after dinner, and all of these kinds of things. But they need to understand why mom and dad are saying no. And so we teach that at FDT. So another um, benefit is developing confidence, right? Like, we have so many children that are coming out of their shell. And one of the things that really gives me so much pride at FDT, I'm actually getting goosebumps as I talk about it is just really seeing like young kids come into our program, not knowing how to get up and say their name. But then at the end of it, they're doing amazing things with the the oratory, you know, language that they're learning from being part of um, of our program, essentially. And that's what I love about it, just seeing them grow even after just 10 classes. Um, The last thing is leadership skills, we all want our kids to become leaders you know, and this is again on a younger level, but as the kids get older, you know, I tell parents, what is your child doing that's different from the person sitting next to him in class? Sure, he's playing basketball or he's taking swimming lessons, and you have him in an extra class to help him out with English. But that's what debate does, like critical thinking, building confidence, giving you leadership skills, not to mention helping you in English class and in social studies, you know, who doesn't want that because we teach kids global issues. Now, not when they're small, of course, when they're small, you know, we're asking them very simple questions about why they feel this or that. But as the kids get older, they're learning about things that are happening all over the world, global things. So I hope that answers your question.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm sure, like you just mentioned, the kids are learning a lot of skills, but what are the top three skills my child will develop by practicing debate?
0: yeah so building confidence critical thinking and leadership skills you will notice at home they will start asking more questions they will start coming out of their shells a little bit more and they will be you know standing up for themselves they're not maybe going to be that child in the classroom that when the teacher asks a question that they're going to be um um i don't really know you know we're here to be sort of you know building global citizens for our world so they can be there when we're gone you know that is a reality sadly we will be gone so i just want to know that my children are being raised properly and in a way that, you know, speaking and and oratorical skills are a lifetime of skills Genevieve and this is something we have to take with us for the rest of our lives you might not you know go to that math equation or that algebra equation that you learned last week but speaking is so important in our lives you know look look at us today podcasts presentations um being on tv how to do an interview um you know applying for university it 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 really is in all facets of our lives
1: Mm-hmm. And if, uh, if I have a child that is very shy, like extremely shy, doesn't want to talk very much. Is that a good thing for my child?
0: Is debate a good thing for your child? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think what happens is I do have parents that tell me these kinds of stories every day, and what I say to them, if your child is intimidated by coming to a group environment, because we offer group classes and private lessons, why don't we start them off one on one with the instructor, so they can gain some confidence and trust in the person that's in front of them. And maybe they can be silly and maybe they can come out of their shell, especially for the younger kids, you know, and then we'll integrate them into group lessons.
1: And for the families that have a child that is, um, that likes to debate or argue already, like, is it something that actually might, might give them some new skill and maybe they will get, they'll stop arguing maybe about the little things or, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Some families sometimes are struggling with children that have big voices.
0: Yes, yes, no, absolutely. Uh, I was always debated. I'm a young mom, my children are adults. And so uh, my son debated me all the time. I can't say I'm a great debate mom, because I would just let him have the darn cookie because it was exhausting, you know, to say no all the time. What we try to teach kids is more of a formal way of debating, right? So we say to them, tell me the three reasons why you want X. And then hopefully we're good debaters and we can give them three reasons to rebut them. It's called rebuttal, you know. And so it goes back and forth. So some things we talk about, um, I know, Genevieve, with yourself, your kids are not into video games, but some parents are, that have kids into video games. This house believes that video games should be banned oh, wow, that is like a total topic of like, no, not in my house, right? But Ask your children that question and see what they say as to why they, it should be banned and why not. And they'll tell, oh, why not? I'm learning. I'm I'm being educated with video games. And it's really great for my brain development, dad. So they have to come up with these different reasons and you come up with your reasons. And it's a great conversation to have around the table. Um, we often use with the younger kids why smoking should be banned or, you know, should we wear uniforms in school? Why or why not? Again, these are all topical things that they can understand at their at their levels. Of course with the younger kids in to too, we play games with them. We tell them, "Come on our parachute. Tell me why." Like I would use this with uh with Alex, like, "Tell me why you should stay on my parachute, Alex?" And he's going to tell me because it's going to be fun and like being up in the sky and you know, but he has to bring one superpower with him and what is that going to be so I can keep him with me. Hence, they're already thinking impromptu critical thinking. I really want to be on this parachute. How am I going to stay on it with Kathy, right? So it's 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 kind of like playing but they're really learning especially the younger ones
1: Mm -hmm. and at what age uh can they start
0: in kindergarten actually so kindergarten to grade 12 um i think the sweet spot for parents would be that grade sort of five six seven because um in vancouver kids can actually go to high school in grade eight to 12. It's a little different in the Tri-Cities with with middle schools, etc. So we want to make sure that they're prepared for that transition because high school is is tough on kids. Right. We want to make sure that, you know, when someone's asking them a question, they know how to answer that question confidently, like no one's going to mess around with me. I know the question. I have the answers. Right. So that's what we want. We want young young people to really feel that confidence when when they are talking
1: It sounds like such amazing skills, not just for the child, but for the family to develop, to have healthy conversations.
0: Now, Kathy, what is the difference between debate and speech? Mm, Another great question. Thank you so much. Yes. So speech is more of an individual sport. Okay, it's a one in one conversation. The way I develop my speech is very different on how I would debate a debate between two people that you can watch is very different on how I would be speaking, for example, I'm not going to speak like a debater in a speech. So we need to draw out those um, positive things from kids, Um, you know, their delivery. Are they ha- making eye contact? You know, is there, I don't have a piece of paper, is there a piece of paper like this when they are reading to us? We don't want those kinds of things. You know, what is the dramatic thing that they're bringing into their speech? Now, don't get me wrong, debate has that too, but there's more of a structure with debate. Like I said, you go back and forth with rebuttals and things like that. So that's really the difference. And debate is with a partner, right? You have two people that are working together on the same side. If we had a fourth person here, we could debate all day. But, but um, you know, Basically, basically, that's what it is. It's more of an individual sport.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm I'm curious a little bit about how FDT came to be. Can you tell us a little bit the story about around that?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. Um, so I just want to also say that you had asked me before regarding the K-12 program, and I want to say because parents can make a choice, and we've been going through a pandemic, is basically we're offering online and in-person classes, okay? Just wanted to put that out there, that parents can do this online, and or they can come into our uh, 3,500 square foot academy in Vancouver, and also, um, you know, uh, bring their children here to learn. Back to your question, how did it come to be? Okay, this is probably like my favorite because as a mom, um, my children mean the world to me and I'm gonna get a little emo, so sorry about that. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna cry, I promise. Um, so my son was a debater, grade eight to 12. He debated heavily in school, won awards. When he got into um, solder School of Business at UBC, he went back to his high school and he taught those kids debate as a volunteer. And then from there, you know, more and more people started learning about who Frankie Chenna was and he started to get one student after another after another. And this is how he made his way through university with with a little bit of money from parents that wanted their children taught in debate. So he started uh, working uh, from his own home, then he rented a basement suite, and he had a hundred children coming in and out of that basement suite. I was mortified. I said, what? People come here? And he said, yes, they do. And from there, we went into a larger facility. And then so many years later, here we are in 2021, and we have, you know, a beautiful commercial space. Um, But really, this was his project. He actually um, created uh, the industry for debate in Vancouver, in BC, and across Canada I can I can really say that not because he's my child but I truly truly do believe that he did and now there's a lot of debate um uh, organizations across the country that are good um but we are the best I have to say that because I'm a little biased but um but yes that's how it came to be and I actually get to work with my family every day my daughter's the academy manager Frankie is the founder and so every day we all work together and um I didn't think I would still be doing debate at, at 50 years old, because I sort of put in my hours from grade eight to 12. I went to every single debate tournament. I was the, the mom that supported, um, I was a judge as well. Uh, so I just did a lot of these things to support your child. and you kind of have to, kids pick up the microphone for so many different reasons and and my child picked it up to sing and and to really speak his mind. And at FDT, we believe that you should find your voice because it matters.
1: I love it. it's a beautiful slogan. Um, also, I want to talk about tournaments. Yeah, um, I think it's very interesting that they had that there's some tournaments debate not only in Canada but all over the world,
0: right? Yes, yes, and even in French, Genevieve, they have them in French as well, um, actually. And some of our own kids that French is not their native language, they have won um, in French tournaments across the country. So that's even Quebec did not win, and we ended up winning. So that's a good little props for us. Um, so kids can start um, joining tournaments as early as in grade four. We have elementary school tournaments for kids in grade four to seven, as well in grade eight to 12. And um, you can join tournaments for fun just to hone your skills. And some of our kids, we're very, very proud of this. There is a national debate team for Canada. It's like being in the Olympics. We have had over 20 uh, students make it onto Team Canada over the number of years that, that we have been uh, coaching kids in debate. So we're very very proud of that but I tell parents listen if you don't like competition it's okay your child can come to here every week or online and just basically be a better um a better speaker and learn more things about things that are happening in the world and build some more confidence and some parents are like that they don't want their kids to be all of a sudden, you know, competing. And then I have the other parents, oh no, my child has to compete. I got to get him in there right away, right? So there's, it's a happy medium. So I just want to share that we're not all about the competitions and the awards and the trophies. We can also be about kids just coming and just wanting to learn and be a little more confident. So when they do write out that university application, like they're learning things from us in order to do that.
1: Can you tell me, or can you give me an example of what happened actually in those debates?
0: Yeah. What happens um, in the debates, like when we are at a tournament or. Mm-hmm. just Yeah. So so basically the kids all come online like we are here. There's hundreds of them on Zoom. They go into different breakout rooms. In some cases, they're given a topic where they have prepared in advance. And in other cases, they're given the topic right on the spot where they have 20 minutes to prepare for that particular topic. So they have to pull information from their brain. There are no devices that are used You know, they can't go on their computer to look things up that they may not understand, they only can talk to each other. If a device is shown, they may get disqualified in some cases. It's harder on Zoom, of course, but in the real world, like we would be going to UBC, we would be going to McGill and and competing. So once they're ready and they compete in the round, the judge then fills out the ballot and Let's let's the ballot on the actual ballot know who is the winner. Was it the proposition side or was it the opposition? All of these um, ballots get tallied behind the scenes, and then that's how the children would advance to quarterfinals, semifinals, and actual finals.
1: It sounds very interesting. It sounds very exciting for me that I love to speak, you know, so, but I had no idea that existed uh, when I was younger. So I have talked actually to a few friends of mine, same age group that has done this. So I know it's not a new thing and it was done in different variation or different ways, but this is something i Myself, I would have been definitely interested to as as a as a young adult or even as a child. I think yes, that's something. Yes. yes,
0: and and it is in universities as well. Um, actually, Becca's son Ryan is going to be joining us hopefully this weekend for a trial <laughs> class. We have <laughs> we have free trial classes for kids. And another gentleman that we know in the Tri Cities, his son has come and visited us. But we have over three hundred students, uh, Genevieve and Becca. You know, we're really proud of of the growth that we've had even during this pandemic, and it does go to show you that you know parents really care about education it's an investment debate and speech is an investment in your child that's what i tell parents we're not Mm. we're not the least expensive we're not the most expensive but it, it is definitely in in the middle somewhere yeah
1: Okay. So if our listeners wants to do a free trial, Kathy, so what do they do to uh, get in contact with you? I know we can find you on our panel of expert at parenttalk.ca, but where else can we find you and how can they uh, get in contact with you about that uh, free trial?
0: Yes, absolutely. So on our website, it says register here. It's www.fdtacademy.com. And everything is there. My contact information, it's my phone number that they can reach. So I don't need to sort of share all that. But www.fdtacademy.com click on register here and we are, um, doing the free trial for all of November as well and future. So, so we look forward to, to getting new parents and hopefully they can tell us that they heard about us on parent talk. And then, uh, I'll be, I'll be sending referrals your way.
1: (laughs) That's good. That's good. So that concludes today's episode, ladies. So Becca and I would like to thank you, Kathy, for taking the time to be here and uh, bringing so much value to all of us parents, helping us grow and, of course, be the best parents we can be.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's been such a pleasure. I have been looking forward to this for so long. And I do watch the podcasts that are of interest to me. Because even though I don't have littles, there are a lot of things that I still want to learn about because my friends have small children. And I really, really appreciate being here. And it's been an honor. And thank you. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Kathy. So for our listeners, if you have a question or you would like to join us on our show as a guest or as an expert, please visit the contact us section on our website at parenttalk.ca. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and now also on YouTube at Parent Talk TV. So you can see us now. This is great. <laughs> so of course, you can always subscribe directly to this podcast on our website at parenttalk.ca. Uh, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we're inviting you to share it on your social media. As we all know, ladies, parenting can be hard sometimes. So remember, it's important to laugh, keep learning, cherish your village, and be true to yourself. So thank you for joining us today and have a great week. Bye, everyone. The views and or opinions of the host and
0: their guests are not necessarily those of Parent Talk and should not be considered as fact. The information offered is believed to be accurate, but is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be used for diagnosing or treating any health issue or prescribing medication. If you have any questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your child, please seek assistance from a qualified healthcare practitioner.